0: It's Friday. Uh-huh. I'm excited. I'm always excited on Friday. Uh, it's the best day of the week, even when I'm, you know, used to not being here on set. I mean, I wasn't here yesterday. I took time off, so it was like a kind of celebrate. No, it wasn't. It was doctor's appointments. It was nothing exciting, but still, Friday's here, and I'm excited to not be here tomorrow again. It means I get to catch up on television tonight. Is your night in my household, uh, and then. The Ghost of Canterbury? I don't know. It's something I'm watching with my kids, and I actually really enjoy it. It's like my new favorite kids show, even though it's four episodes and we'll be done it tonight. And I'm kind of disappointed that it's going to be over because I don't expect that they'll be making the next season. Anyway, that's too much more. That's too much information. I know. Uh, Friday, the 12th of January, we're going into the weekend. It's not a long one, but it's a good one. And if you're watching, you are probably on one of the channels that's listed below me. You know, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kik, and the platform formerly known as Twitter. Now called X. And if you are watching there, we're probably going to be able to have a chat. It's it's awesomeness. Truly. Let me just turn this down. I want to see if the yeah, 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 audio is coming through on Instagram. Uh, I am going to uh, do my very best to answer everybody everywhere, but it doesn't always work. Sometimes the links, they're broken. Now, Cool thing is that recently we got the functionality with X and we can actually get your chat messages. Like if you if you leave me a chat message on X, we'll actually be able to respond to you. Wild and crazy, I know. It's been a long time that it hasn't worked. It now works. Uh, Instagram, I have a second phone here so I can monitor them. Comments, that is. Uh, we'll try and keep up to date with you as well. Hopefully TikTok is working because that wasn't working last week. I see. I see... Uh, uh, Robert who, who just put up a uh, picture and said uh, or a comment says hi Sean hello hello uh, we've got T dot cop who says good morning from Atlanta Georgia oh this must mean uh, that uh, the it, it is it is time to uh to make moves towards vacationing well obviously if you're in Atlanta you're not on duty today uh, but that's very exciting stuff hello are you are you are you on route are you there I want to know more uh, very cool Corey Wilkins'm going backwards by the way last one uh Uh, Last one, first one. Okay, Uh, we're going with, uh, oh, I can't really put you up there. Corey Wilkins says, good morning to the coolest constable and sergeant on the force. Corey, thank you very much. Sergeant is on the road doing stuff and things elsewhere. Actually, he's involved with training the traffic wardens today. They're getting training, and he's involved with doing it, so it'll be just me today. Sorry to disappoint, but uh, I will pass along uh, the good morning message to him. Nathan uh, says, good morning, Sean. He's coming in from LinkedIn, Tim Shallow, uh, who was second- into the, the the comment chain coming in from YouTube, who says, good morning, Sean. Happy Friday. And, of course, Stephen Bell, who was the first in the room. Hi, good morning. Hello. Back to you. Uh, let's continue with uh, Samadhi, uh, who says, good morning. And, uh, oh, it's Puerto Rico, where uh, T. Cop is, is on his way to. Uh, I am jealous, truly. I love to travel. Uh, I wish I was able to join you. That would be a fun trip. Actually, I, I was I was supposed to go on this trip, and it didn't work out timing wise. But I would have loved to have gone. Okay, I put that up twice. Uh, Danica says, "Hey, mm, hello to Danica." All right, we have got another show for you, and it's a show where you control. What happens, pretty much? Because it's, it's all about answering your traffic police questions. If you want to know stuff before you do stuff, if you want to find out stuff that nobody knows about because no one's ever asked, well, this is the right place. We're talking about Ontario, traffic law, traffic safety stuff. Now, traffic general rules are pretty much the same the world over. How do I know this? Because many, many countries accept driver's licenses from other countries, because the basics are the same. You still need to know more specific things, and it usually comes into play when it comes to, you know, equipment, tinted windows, license plates, headlights. Well, if you're renting a car when you're traveling, it's not a big deal. If you're taking your car there, it, it can be. Uh, and, and things like, uh, oh, ooh, ooh, we got questions about... Okay, I'm, I'm flagging these things. Uh, we got questions about mud flaps. We've got questions about uh, car signals. What color can they be? We're going to talk about all that. But first, I'm going to discuss... The most magical of conversational topics, and that is Vision Zero Enforcement Team. That's right. I talk about it every show, unless I forget. But I'm trying to get out of the way so I don't forget. And this is why I'm jumping everybody into the background. Okay. I press this button. I get to have this primed where I say they are a group of officers who focus on the big four the big four, I got to to do the Vanna White thing in the right direction. Uh, The big four, speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, and impaired driving. Those are the big activities, the big activities, the activities, the driver activities that lead to serious injury and death more often than not, uh, or at least statistically are higher represented. You know, you know what I'm saying? We want people not to do that. We want to protect those who use the roads. And that's everybody, whether you walk, ride, or drive. So we focus on the stuff that's most dangerous, but that doesn't mean we give everybody a free pass on everything else. It just means that we're looking for that. We find other stuff, too. Uh, they are today focused on efforts in 11th Division and 42 Division, Junction, Weston Park, Hyde Park, uh, Ronson's Vales, Malvern, Aging Court, Milliken Rouge, Scarborough. You know, places where real people work. Live, work, and play. Live, work, and play. Play, work, and live. Yeah, it doesn't matter what order you say. it; It's all the same. People should be safe and not endanger other people's lives. And oddly enough, the entitled get really upset when we give them tickets they believe they have some kind of right or privilege to leave late and speed or sit on their phones while they're driving or drink and drive. Speaking of drinking and driving, I just recorded the video uh, about how many people we arrested last weekend in the city of Toronto. It's the video that I do every Friday based on information that is published on the Monday or Tuesday by one of our detective constables. He goes through and he goes through all the case files. He finds all the funny stuff or the interesting stuff and the stats, and it's, it's 15 people. You can still watch the video that I'm about to to publish it. No, I'll I'll publish it later. I had a different video in um, in an on-this-day repost, but I will post it after the show. And 15, for many people, is low. If you look at certain places in the United States and Canada, they're a lot higher. So are we better than everywhere else because we're low? Maybe. But it's still not okay. Like it's, it's not good enough to be better or lower than other communities. It's about not having anybody break the law because any one of those could have resulted in tragedy. We actually arrest people. We hold people accountable. Just saying, okay. Uh, if you want to know where we get uh, or we, where we are every day, and you don't always get to see the show when I say it live and in person, uh, you can go on to Traffic Services uh, TikTok. Or sorry, Traffic Services Twitter, uh, Traffic Services Toronto on Instagram, uh, or Traffic Services on uh, Facebook. That other thing that some people actually use still, but most don't. <laughs> I don't understand why all these exist. I I I have accounts on all the platforms. I do use them, but. For, so, for such different purposes. Anyway, uh, let's see here. We've got Danik who wants to know how I'm doing. It's Friday. I'm doing great. Okay. Uh, Ash uh, Oji. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but uh, let me know if I did or didn't. And they ask, hey, officer, I'm trying to become a police officer myself. Any tips? Well, I did post a video a couple of days ago talking about the application process. And if you hang out for just a few, we will talk about careers and application and uh, and that sort of stuff. But I want to get into some traffic and police questions that are that are more more, for everybody, and this is pretty special. So if you hang out for about 15 minutes, we'll talk about employment. All right. Uh, we got here, an officer lost my physical license. Can the department reimburse me for my license? Okay, we'll talk about that. Logan says, can police turn on their lights to get through a red light and then turn them off immediately afterwards? We'll talk about that in a second. Greetings and salutations to Akela. Uh, Draconis, who came in a few minutes. He's, it's not like him to be seven minutes late, but uh, I'm sure you had a good reason. Akela is here every day, and we love him for it. He's actually just a really nice guy, uh, who I now know outside of the live stream. Okay, Jacob, uh, who wants to know about doing 80 in a 40. We'll talk about that. Is it stunt driving? Okay. Uh, Mucinix wants to know about top five. Don't know what that is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, but somebody else is laughing, so I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, boom, 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 boom! Oh, somebody wants to offer me. Somebody on on uh, Twitch is offering me help with my uh, uh, what is it? Flexible and convenient. And the price of lower. What is it? But specifically promoting our channel. We're good. Thanks a lot. Uh, okay. Right Track Racing says good morning TSV. Good morning to you. Now Right Track Racing is managed. Uh, well, first of all, it's it's a program run by police officers off duty on their own time. They they basically made a racing team where they build a racing car, a drag car. It's very cool. Uh, check them out at righttrackracing.ca. Uh, let's do, we got here Tesla. Oh, why do 90% of this one I'll take out of order just because I think it's, it's uh, amusing. Why do 90% of Ontario Tesla drivers not have front license plates? They should be ticketed, and they are ticketed. Why don't they have them? Because Tesla, in their infinite wisdom, have used two-sided tape to affix the front plate mount. So you screw the, the license plate to the plastic mount. The mount is two-way taped to the bumper. I, I think Teslas are cool. I think their front license plate mounting system stinks, and I hope that Elon doesn't ban me from Twitter. Okay, uh, <laughs> but I think he knows. Uh, they 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 just don't have a good solution. Now I did see something on the uh, the Amazonian site that had that where where somebody somewhere created a. Um, a bracket that mounts to the bumper and comes out over the front bumper for a more secure application. But I don't know much about it. I've just seen it while surfing because someone said there was nothing available. I said, there must be something. And I Googled it, Googled it, and I I found it under every uh, rock I looked. Someone wants to know what kind of car I drive. Okay. Uh, Another Yogi Berra quote for later. OG, okay, so Ash, OG, it's, okay, here we go, put it up on the screen. So I I didn't pronounce it correctly, but OG, cool, awesome, we'll talk more in a sec. Uh, Troy Boss wants to talk about hatred, all right, we're going to get into it now. I flagged a bunch, we'll get to the other stuff in just a few, but let's talk about the questions that we've skimmed past, start with the first one, talk about mud flaps. Mud flaps. What can I talk about? Mud flaps. Uh, they're required. You have to be. You have to cover your tire with a mud flap and or um, fender flare or fender. These people who have their tires sticking way out at, beyond the fender, uh, they're not legal. So there's tickets for that. the The idea is to prevent dirt and debris from being sprayed to the vehicles behind. But I've got additional stuff. If your wheels are protruding. Uh, you're you're going to catch a pedestrian who's uh, who's too close to the corner or stepped out. And, like it's just going to be a, a recipe for for not so good stuff. Um, is it illegal? Is it an unsafe vehicle? That's going to be up to the inspecting officer. But you wouldn't pass a um, an inspection, a certification with it. It's an, because you're doing something aftermarket. You're changing your vehicle after certifying. It's no longer it's no longer in safe condition. All right. Can turn signals on a car be white in Ontario? The light cannot be white. The housing and lens can be white, but it has to then have an amber or yellow bulb. So the light emitted still has to be yellow. Or at very least, not white. Okay. An officer lost my physical license. Can the department reimburse me for my license? I need to know more. Was it a traffic stop? They took it and didn't return it, at which point they probably have it at the office or are returning it to you anyway, because on occasion that does happen. Uh, does a new one have to be issued? If they have it and they can give it back to you, I would call the police service and say, hey, the officer never gave it back to me. Get it to me. And at very least, that would be a start of the conversation. Uh, are they responsible for it if they had it? Yeah, I would say so. It, you didn't lose it. They lost it. So there's probably a record of that somewhere. And, and officers, like I've done it myself, and I've gone and driven out to the person's house to return it because I had an oopsie do, and it was my responsibility. Uh, but this is also a good reason to double-check that you get all your stuff back if you're ever in a, in a stop Uh, you you want to double-check. Now, on the flip side, if you were suspended or if you had a suspension that was issued to you, they're seizing that and they're returning it to the ministry and you don't get it back. You have to wait till you're finished your suspension and reapply, get a reinstatement issued. Okay. Here's one from Logan and uh, it's a good question. It's one we've had before, but we'll talk about it. Uh, Can police turn on their lights to go through a red light, then immediately turn them off afterwards? So they come to a red light, they want to go through it, they activate their lights and sirens, they go through it, they turn it off on the other side. Is it legal? And the answer is absolutely, it's absolutely legal. We don't necessarily use our equipment unless we're legally responsible or obligated to. And when I want to go through a red signal, I have to. Now, obviously, I can only do that for a lawful purpose, not to order pizza, not to go to Tim Horton's. And everybody seems to have a witness, a firsthand account of Police doing this just to get in line at Timmy's faster. Like 30 seconds faster, we're going to go put our, our license, our, uh, our job, our safety at risk to go through a red light. No, we, we probably wouldn't do that. Uh, is it possible? I will not say that it's impossible. It's just not right. Now, what is more likely is that police are going to an emergency call or to back somebody up. They're going in a rush. And then they get through the light because you're legally required to under the HTA to activate your equipment. Police, fire, ambulance. But when they get to the other side, it's very possible that they hear the call on the radio saying, we have enough officers now, stand down. Nobody else needs to rush, slow down. At which point, with our heart racing, we probably take the first opportunity to go into a Tim Hortons. Now, very convenient for me to have that solution, but it's legit. Now, I can't tell you how many times I've heard when talking about this online or posting a video on the topic, everyone seems to say that everybody's going into the Tim Hortons. I don't believe that to be true. Am I calling people liars? Nah, but I don't think it's accurate. It's like the Mandela thing. Did anyone see the the Shazam? (laughs) I'm not opening up that can of worms. Okay. Uh, In an an 80-kilometer-an-hour... Sorry. Is an 80-kilometer... Is an an 80-kilometer-an-hour zone is stunt driving at 40 over or 50? Here's the deal. 80 and over requires a 50-kilometer-an-hour spread. So... Uh, No, 40 over in an 80 zone is not stunt driving. 50 over is. But if it's under 80, so it's a 60 zone, 40 over would be stunt driving. And, of course, there's always the the anywhere clause of 150 anywhere is stunt driving. So that's good to know. Uh, Hopefully, Jacob, I've given you the answer you were looking for and uh, you feel fulfilled. I already answered this one. What is this one? What car do you drive? Why do you want to know? I drive a full-size truck, full-size because I am full-size. <laughs> I am six foot five, although I can squeeze and twist into small small cars. It is a miserable experience for me. Uh, I did that for many years, and uh, I can now afford to have a truck that that is larger and more comfortable. So that's what I choose to use. Uh, I will say I, and I've been told it's a fallacy, but I feel safer in a large vehicle. I have a better view being high up, and I like it. So that's where we are. Uh, Why would you want to be among the most hated of public servants? And I guess you're saying, why would I want to be a police officer because everyone hates the police? Because I care about people, because I want to make a difference, because I believe in what we do here, uh, because I like helping people. And I, I liked it as a volunteer, which is how I started. I was an auxiliary officer. I then went on to be a court officer simultaneously while volunteering, and I liked working in there. Great people here. It's a great job. Lots of opportunity. Lots of change. And I like change. But it's all about helping people. Have I said that yet? It's about, all about helping people? Yeah. I like being able to help people and not give them a bill at the end of that interaction. Now, granted, I may be helping everybody else by giving some people a ticket and I give them a ticket, which is kind of like a bill. But I'm sort of of the opinion that if you did something deserving of a ticket, you brought that on yourself. I didn't give you the ticket. I just filled out the paperwork. You broke the law. So that's my story. Uh, it, it, and also, I love what one of my bosses once upon a time said. He said, "If I'm not, I'll, I'll change the language to be appropriate. If I'm not upsetting somebody at least three times a day, I'm not doing my job, because again, it's about holding people accountable. And many people feel entitled, and that's why they, you know, inappropriately direct their upsetness, their their frustration, their anger at the police. It's not. It's not us." Breaking the law, it's you breaking the law, or at least the person breaking the law, not you per se. Anyway, Troy Boss, that's the long and involved and loop de loop answer to your question. Uh, let's go to Chase, who says Some cars have a digital speedometer. What if you drove by and saw their speed being in excess? Is that enough to lay a charge? Hmm. I certainly think that would be an interesting conversation in court. Um, if I drove by and I saw that, I'd also have the the ability to look at my speedometer, which in a police vehicle is rated. Uh, and I would have that in addition to their speedometer uh, to provide evidence. I, I, th- I would certainly pull someone over and charge them on that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd, be, I'd be cool with that, but uh, it depends on what I'm doing. I, I wouldn't do it just on that. I, I wouldn't be looking so far into their, di- their, their dashboard to see it, but I, I certainly think if I could see that, if it was a giant sea-from-the-moon-size you know, size speedometer, I would totally be okay with that. Okay. If you're watching and you don't know who I am, my name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. And I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff every single day. I am here in the not-so-sunny, not-so-warm city of Toronto, province of Ontario, in the magical country of Canada. And uh, yeah, this is Traffic Safety Programs. Well, this is the studio inside Traffic Safety Programs. It's a cool place. A little bit warm in here. Uh, if you are watching and you don't uh, subscribe to us, please do. If you haven't liked or, you know, smash that 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 bell or the button, whatever platform you're on, do the appropriate thing and share it. Now, if you'd like more information about what we do or how we do it, if you'd like to, uh, you know, ask questions offline, if you'd like to, uh, what else can you do? Go to our list of useful links. You can go to trafficcop.ca. I've got lots of stuff there that I have provided for your benefit. And trafficcop.ca is a link tree. It just goes to all of our social media. And at the bottom goes to the useful links. Okay. Now on to questions. More questions. Brian wants to know if he tags me in a uh, video of a young gentleman making license plate covers, they could turn on and off. I've seen this video. This is a video of someone manufacturing or assembling uh, LCD covers. So like the glass that you can install in your house that becomes privacy and opaque when it has a current, but when it's in its native state of no current, it is not, o- or it is opaque. You cannot, you cannot see through it. In any case, uh, the story is that uh, I've seen it, uh, it. We're aware of it. These kind of, uh, you know, pieces of cover uh, are illegal. But any cover is illegal. So I don't care if it's clear, if it's if it's uh, LCD. They're all prohibited. And this is why we stop and charge people who have them. But I appreciate being tagged in them. I think it's great. I do want to make a, uh, what's it called, a stitch with that one. I think it's great. I think I've saved the video in case of, I, because very often what they do is they they figure out the Toronto police or, or police in general are on the platform and they say, oh, I, I should I should probably block them. We don't want them seeing all the evidence because he has his actual license plate there, so we might just send that person a letter. In any case, I I appreciate the, the desire to share with the police. Okay, what's my prior qualifications to becoming a police officer? So. That, that's Jazz who wants to know. So, my, my background of started. Well, my goodness, I have all sorts of stuff that I did prior to. I worked as an armed guard, I worked in security, I worked in real estate and sales, I did um, a ton of things. I was a computer support person. Uh, in developer, liaison with major software. I'm trying to think back my resume. I did a whole bunch of things. And each one of those has played a component or or an important role in what I do today. My computer background really helped out with this whole technology thing that I do today, even though it wasn't really something that I needed for the road, per se. Uh, My sales and uh, experience and being able to talk to people really helped out at becoming a police officer because oddly enough, police have to talk to people. Yeah. Everything I've done has really helped me out. But in terms of required stuff, you need to have a grade 12 education. You need to then uh, apply and get hired, and then you go away to police college. So what are your requirements or what what other kind of experience helps you? Well, life experience is really important. Just because you have a degree doesn't necessarily make you a good police officer, but life experience might. Now, that's not to shun education. I think education is great. Like if you were to become an accountant, You'd really be a good person for our financial crimes unit because we need people who understand numbers. Numbers aren't my thing. I do not want to be an accountant, but I have friends who are. Uh, There you go. More water I need. Mm. I I jumped the gun. That's a dad joke for later. Don't read that. Okay. We'll come back to it. Thank you, Akilah, for providing more magical content. Uh, Let's see here. Michael H has a question about the, the TPS traffic jam. Which is our podcast talking about lots of things when traffic jam podcast with deputy tfs chief was recorded was sean wearing a jewish hat it's called a kippa i'm wearing one right now yes because i'm jewish and uh i wear one this is here we got stephen bell who says i try to make it here every monday to friday if i'm not busy or sleeping in sleeping in is really important uh but we appreciate it okay Uh, Archer says, "Oh, thank you, but I don't know what you're thanking me for because that's out of context or it's it's too—it wasn't—I didn't read it in the right order. Okay. Uh, when pulled over, is it wise to have your license, insurance, and registration out and ready, or should you wait for the officer to ask for the information? Corey Wilkins wants to know. The answer is, it depends. Here's the deal. If you know where it is and it's it's in—it's somewhere you can access uh, without—access without going through and and rifling through a lot of things— there's nothing wrong with it, but there's also nothing wrong with waiting. If you have to go into your glove box, I might get a little concerned why you're all over the car because people keep the darndest things in their car. People freak out when the police pull them over, quite frankly. So if you have it and it's easy to access, no problem. But I would, I would suggest in most situations, especially when traveling in the States, hands on the steering wheel, just wait for the officer. They'll, they'll be there in a moment. Uh, fidgeting in the car can, can get us on, uh, on high alert for no reason. Evandro, who says, good morning, your Brazilian fan is watching again. Good morning to you, even though you're going to Peel. <laughs> Evandro has been hired as an auxiliary constable and he's going to Peel. We're sad that he's not coming to Toronto, but we get it. It's all good. We'll just, you know, try to get him to transfer later. Uh, let's see here. Hasi Patel says, what is the fine for driving with high beams in the city? Is it, it's becoming very common and annoying. Uh, so failing to drive with your low beams on, when within 100 and, I keep missing this up, 150 meters oncoming and 60 meters behind, it's $110. And I, does it have to merit points? Let's see here. Let's see. Boom, boom, boom. Hang on. I wanna put this on a different screen so I can look over and see if any messages come up. Okay, now I'm gonna confirm the low beam charge. I look things up once in a while. I can't remember everything. Low beam, I could use a great app. No, how about beam? Drive with, come on, is it lower? It's fail to drive, come on. Is it headlight? (laughs) Okay, we're gonna come back to it. I think it's 110 bucks. And I can't remember if there's demerit points. Sorry, right. I'm positive it's 110. I can't remember if it's demerit points. You would think it would be. All right, coming back to that, can front turn signals be white in Ontario? So are, are, this might be a, a confirm or additional from a previously asked question. I don't know if it's the same person, but it's a KV Par, Kev Par. Anyway, you can't have white light uh, signals. You have to have them uh, as the as colored to differentiate. Otherwise, a flashing white light would not be okay. So your signals have to be... You can project white lights to the front as headlights, but your markers your ambers, uh, your signals need to be amber. Yes, no red light to the front. Again, the housing can be white, but the bulb projecting must be the appropriate color. Okay. harmite Harmighty, you've been around before, but I'm not looking at it. I'm thinking, is it Harmighty or Harmighty? Is it one? Is there a pause? So I try and decode. Uh, good morning and happy Friday to you too. Okay. Some people change the fog light to blue, red, or green, all of which are illegal. It's also illegal to drive with your low beams instead of your regular light. Some people want to play with their regular lights or, or modify them in some way and then drive only with fog lights, not legal. Not, not legal. Interesting things. You, there's a, I actually was making some notes. You cannot have headlights less than 22 inches from the ground. Did I, did I say that right? Yeah, no higher than 54 inches and no lower than 22 inches from the ground, from the center of the headlights. So very often people are like, I'm going to drop my car and we're going to make it with, you know, all this custom nice suspension. It's going to look cool. And then they're not only are they violating the, uh, the situation with their improper suspension or body rub, but also headlights. They're just looking to have their vehicles pulled from the road. So, again, Samadhi, uh, not legal for those colors to the front. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, usually o says car lights are way too bright at night with new cars. Do you know any legislation around this? So if the new car was, was imported and sold in uh, Ontario, that vehicle, bright or not, is legal. It, it may be whiter. It may be a better focused beam. Uh, they have to be, They may be indir- like directed incorrectly, but in terms of the brightness, they can't be sold with over, I can't remember what it is, 3,000 lumens, I think. Uh, in any case, it's just not what you're used to. I mean, if you drive a new car, you actually see. If you drive an old car with those yellow incandescents, you you, you basically uh, you can never go back to it because it's so bloody dark uh, in comparison. I mean, I have, I have uh, Xenon projectors, and in comparison to some of the LED technology, it seems very, very dark. Okay, let's talk about employment because we've got a couple of questions here. Uh, Inder wants to know about OACP or uh, certification. I don't know what the new OACP certification is. Uh, I don't. It, it's changed since I went through it. it. Used to be that you went to a third party that was OACP uh, certified, you got your certificate, and then you could apply to any police service. That's changed a bit. Uh, but what I can do is talk to you about this, which is the most magical of websites. It happens to belong to the Toronto Police Service, which is you know a magical service. Uh, we got uh, the careers page. How do you find this wonderful page? By going to www.tps.ca/careers, where all the magical information is found. Let me put it on screen for you. Now you can get information about becoming a police constable, special constable, parking enforcement officer. I should make this bigger. This is this seems like too small. Eee, okay. Uh, yeah. So you can go all of the major categories: police, special, parking, comms operator. A lateral hire is if you work for another police service and you want to come over. Auxiliary officer is how I started as a volunteer position, and then my favorite one, which is civilian roles, and it's my favorite only because nobody ever asks about it, or fewer people know that we even hire civilians. Not everybody who works for the Toronto Police Service is a police officer. We have many, many people who make our jobs possible because of the work they do: mechanics, uh, comms operators, uh, administrative folks, all sorts of jobs. We are we are like a, a whole. S- ecosystem of people and if you took those uh, people who do the civilian jobs out we, we wouldn't be getting anywhere uh it looks like we still have six jobs up intermediate technical analyst in our radio infrastructure unit uh workplace investigator equity inclusion and human rights advisor indigenous engagement we have the yippie program still that is advertised here uh that is a program for students that live and uh Uh, I guess live, work, and play in certain neighborhoods. Uh, They get an opportunity to come and uh, work for us part-time over the summer. And then there's the developer in the digital team, which sounds interesting. And communications operator, which has its own heading but also shows up here when we post stuff. Jobs, they don't last forever. Like the the postings don't last forever. Let me go into this one. This one, you have to apply by the 23rd of January. This one also has a job salary that starts at uh, $91,472 but a range that goes to 105 628 it's a 35 hour a week you work at 2050 chain what else do you have here oh it, it explains everything anyway you're probably looking about police con- or you are looking about police constable stuff and that 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 was totally not down the rabbit hole you wanted to go to but the magical folks at the employment unit can give you all the information you want to know about oacp requirements and checking out the oacp website as well good sources of info okay Oh, Michaela says. Speaking of Tim's, they have a Special Olympics fundraiser donut available February second to fourth. You know what? I think I knew about that. I'll be, I'll have to buy a donut. I don't really want to eat a donut, but I can buy a donut. I'm not a big donut person. I. I, I it used to be that if they were there, I'd have one, but no, I'm. I'm. I'm going to say no. Um. We got here. Yay or nay? Bagel and coffee while driving. Matthias wants to know. Legal or good idea? Because bagel and coffee, totally legal. Uh, In Ontario, different provinces, different rules. I understand in Alberta you can't have anything in your hands. You can't drink water. Um, Or Is it Alberta? I think it's Alberta. Anyway, uh, different laws, different places, so know before you go. But in Ontario, it's legal to have a sip of coffee or a bite of your bagel or your McMuffin or whatever your pleasure be. Uh, You know, when you're eating with both hands, because I've seen people eating cereal out of a bowl, that's not okay. That's careless driving. So the, the deal is this. If it's such a distraction, if it interferes with your ability to operate your motor vehicle safely, you can't do it. And if you can have a, you know, a quick sip or a quick bite, it's not a problem until it becomes a problem. Now, I have professional driving instructor friends who say, no, you shouldn't have. No, focus on driving, not eating. Eat at home, drive out, and then eat when you get to. But don't do it while you're driving. And it is a distraction, and it can lead to serious injury or death. Because it could lead to a collision. Okay, what's the best advice for a G1 driver? That's Hunter Cameron Five Pin. I guess you bowl, or, or are you talking about data pins like in a cable? I want to know. Anyway, uh, best advice: if you've got your G1 driver, never drive without a good person beside you. It's one thing to have a G class driver with you, but if they're terrible drivers. All they're going to do is help you become a not so great driver. So, it's not ideal to have to find a good driver and one who's qualified. But do your best to do that. Uh, get experience. Don't push yourself. Drive in places you know. Uh, don't you know? Don't rush. Stay calm. Do your best, uh, and and just keep at it. Like I've been driving since the day I turned sixteen when I got my three sixty five, which predates a G one. But I drove everywhere at every opportunity because. I wanted to be a driver, so take it take it, take it, it seriously and get professional driving instruction. Uh, I would invest in a course. You're investing in yourself, you're investing in your safety. Uh, yeah, don't drive tired. Also, uh, don't break any conditions. Zero blood alcohol content. Uh, can't drive between midnight, midnight and 5 a.m. Can't drive on any roads with 80 kilometer or above 80 kilometer speeds. Uh, if you get caught breaking those rules, you can get a 30-day suspension, 90-day suspension, or even get kicked out of the program if it's multiple convictions. What else? The person supervising you has to have less than 0.05 BAC, but frankly, you should have someone who isn't drinking and should have no alcohol. You're not the designated driver when you're a G1. Okay, my friend got pulled over for with his G1 and only got a ticket for failing to surrender a license. Why? Maybe they got a bonus. Uh, maybe they, got a, a, they were driving alone with a G1 when they should have been charged for a drive on, uh, unaccompanied. Well, maybe that officer didn't do their homework or didn't realize what was in front of them or thought somehow they were being a nice person. Unless they were – well, no, it's G1. It would be Ontario. So, yeah, if you had someone – if if the person who pulled them over was switched on and traffic-oriented, that person would have not driven away if they were alone, would have received a ticket for G1 drive unaccompanied. Uh, They would have received on conviction a 30-day suspension if it was their first time. And then we would have gone and fined the vehicle owner and charged them for allowing this person to drive a car in contravention of their conditions. But that's just, you know, the traffic guy talking. Logical Canada says, all deaths I've seen in accidents of ones I've loved have been in small cars. So... We, I've, I've investigated collisions with all types of vehicles, and deaths can occur in all of them. Uh, and it might be a false sense of security for me, but I, I definitely feel safer in my large car. Um, there's some cars that are so small, uh, the intrusion, like on impact, the crumple zone just wouldn't leave very much there. So I like big cars. I like big crumple zones, big trunks behind me, a lot of – lot of. anyway. Um, I'm, but if, if you've seen collisions where you've lost people, I'm very, very sorry for your loss. Uh Magical says, do you study for this show? So I'm a police officer. I, I study and, uh, and, and look into things all the time, in fact. I am all about studying the HTA and changes in law, but I also provide training to others. So I, I've sort of rabbit-holed myself into somewhat of, a, of an expert, uh, and I create content and training material for other police officers as well. So do I study? All the time. In fact, where's my notes on this? Uh, something that I, I want to share. Do I want to share it now? Or do I make you wait until the um, till I create the video after the show? But I've been looking at the, uh, the well, if you didn't watch the live, you, you missed out. You're going to get the early the early thing. So I was reading through some documentation, and it, it brought to my attention a charge that I've never considered laying. I just didn't know this was an offense. So here's the deal. Driving with a check engine light on legal or not legal well maybe i've set myself up to give you to, to to reveal the magic in advance but according to the environmental protection act if i can figure out which side of the page this my notes are on uh it is not lawful to drive around with a check engine light on and it's a big ticket too no person shall operate or cause or permit the operation of a motor vehicle if a malfunction indicator light of an ODB system is illuminated and the OBD system has an active emission-related DTC. $300 plus victim-fine surcharge brings the fine, $365. Wow. So, yeah, I study all the time. Okay. Uh, let's see here. A killer Draconis. <laughs> Akela says uh, he thought he was uh, one of the most hated public services. <laughs> Who knew? AJ I, I afraid he says thanks for your service. AJ you're the you're the best. Are you back to work? Are you are you still are you still hanging out? How's 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 life? He says this, but he's an awesome dude. I, I I have the the privilege of calling him a friend. Uh, let's see here. So this new... St- Stunt driving rule could technically overrule all other laws and regulations. Stunt driving rule? Uh, what do you mean? See, it's a law with about fifteen different triggers because it's a it's a, it's sort of a category. Stunt driving is a category. There's different actions that trigger stunt driving charges. Would it overrule all other laws and regulations? No, it would be an addition to. I would charge you for speeding and stunt driving. I would charge you for. Um, possibly dangerous driving and stunt driving. Like, it, it, it's not. It's not over everything else. It's in addition to. But what do you mean? What are you trying to get at? What is the issue? Uh, my friend got pulled over with his G1. Oh, we talked about this. No questions. Just sending love from your friends in the white and blue box on wheels. Kingsley Wong, uh, thank you so much. Uh, and and they say thanks for keeping us safe. I can't take credit for keeping you safe. I just try and keep people educated, which I mean it, it's to, it's for safety's sake. But uh, it, there are there are lots of magical people out on the road serving our cities, uh, and and I'm not one of them anymore. I'm not on the road, but uh, uh, they are truly the ones who are working to keep everybody safe, and they do it every day. And sometimes it's great, and sometimes it's less great, but they do it anyway because they care. Okay, but thank you again, Kingsley. Okay, my, we talked about this again. Okay, Louie Baby says thank you for all you do. Oh, the thanks today, it's overwhelming. Thank you very much. Uh, my okay, Ryan Ross, we covered you. Why is it? I guess you, you you thought we were too slow to respond the first time. Please don't spam. Uh, as as Akela uh, says, spam is for cans, not for chat rooms. Please don't spam the chat. Okay, we got uh, Robert Truckle who says, "Hey from Peterborough, a couple hours away." Hey Peterborough. Uh, I've been to Peterborough, a friend of mine that used to have a place there, Red Umbrella. Used to have a place near Red Umbrella. There was a Red Umbrella Inn or something like that. I'm pretty sure that was Peterborough. He is no longer there, uh, but sadly, but uh, it, was a, it was a beautiful place to visit. Okay. And Ryan Ross is still asking. <laughs> Ryan Ross, who asked the same question seven times, uh, even had the audacity to say, quit yapping and answer me. Ryan, that was the last question. Thing I'll ever answer for you. But thank you so much for clearing it up that you that you are impatient. Okay. Uh, yapping, he says. I won't ban you, but I'm not going to respond to you. Okay. Insurance companies going digital. If you don't have my phone or data when stopped, the what? So you can always get the paper. And if you don't have paper and you're relying on the electronic app that they provide, well, I hope you have a screen grab of it, which really isn't uh, appropriate. Like it's supposed to be a live a digital copy from their uh, secure app. There must be a local way of storing it in their app locally because it has to be verifiable, and you have to be able to send it. So uh, what do you do? Well, you might get a ticket. If you can't provide it and you're, your battery dead and you don't have a charging cable, you might be in a pickle. You might get a ticket. Sometimes technology is not your friend. Are police officers allowed to have beards? No, that's why I don't have one. Yes, we're allowed to have beards. We've always been, if you look at historic photos of police officers, we have beards. In fact, they almost all had beards. Uh, you were allowed to have a beard. You were allowed to be clean-shaven. You were allowed to have a mustache, but you couldn't have a goatee until after 2000. Like it, it, we were the last service in Ontario. I don't know about Canada, but the last service in Ontario to allow goatees. So, uh, yeah. Now, there are units that require you to wear a, uh, a, a mask, like the ETF. You can't have a beard in the ETF that I'm aware of because you have to have a, uh, a gas mask and uh, you, you may not be able to get a seal with a gas mask. Oh. Can you receive a ticket in Ontario for tint modification to vehicle that's legal in its own province or state? This is Car Monk. So, uh, yes, you could. Because if your vehicle is considered unsafe for our roads, we can take you. We can take you out of service because you're not allowed to be here. You're not allowed to have entered our roadways with an unsafe motor vehicle. Uh, yeah, that's something they would have or should have caught at the border if you were driving in, uh, if it was from a, uh, the United States to Canada. Uh, you obviously wouldn't have that kind of border inspection situation from another province. And could you get a warning? Would it be a discretion of the officer? Yeah, but if it's something that we would take a Canadian, an Ontario vehicle off the road for, uh, don't expect to be given any uh, benefit. It would, it would likely be taken off the road here too. Let's see here. Uh, Solid Archer 2000 says, My wife says you have a lovely radio voice. LOL. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much. I, uh, I, I appreciate the, uh, the, the approval of my voice, and I have no intention to go anywhere. So thank you again. Uh, let's see here. Stephen Bell says, I'm so proud of all the men and women of uh, EMS, fire and police that put their lives at risk for us. You know what? It's it's There they really are cool people. Now, not everybody's having a good day. And it's something we, I was talking to a friend of mine who, who's currently off um, dealing with some stuff, saw some stuff. I don't think people, and and, and maybe you do, Stephen, and, and the people who, who uh, appreciate police, fire and ambulance, first responders, um, may have thought about this, but a lot of people don't realize how much bad stuff we see and experience and how that takes a toll on us mentally emotionally uh, there are people who are hurting because they were helping and they they take that home uh, so it, it's it, there's a stigma around it and and some people turn around and say some members of the public say well you chose this job you you signed up for it so if you get mental health issues or or, or PTSI uh, you know uh, stress injuries because of it, well, you chose it. Okay, but it's in the service of others. There's so a lot of people who are hurting out there, and if you're hurting, uh, know that there's people who want to help, know that there are places you can call and support systems, and the police service is amazing. They have provided all sorts of resources for people who are suffering from PTSD or PTSI, or however it's currently being talked about. Uh, so, but that wasn't always the case. Many years ago, when I started in the service, there wasn't such a positive uh look on things there wasn't so much support and it's really changed i'm really proud of police services for taking care of their people because they're doing good stuff and and the people who who do the stuff that helps other people but then suffer as a result of it they need support and they deserve it okay moving on uh let's see here My uh, we, uh, ryan ross is here again hi officer i seen front license plate facing down is that legal no Uh, Your license plate must be conspicuously placed in the front and rear of the vehicle, and the rear plate must be illuminated uh, with a three candela light bulb. Yeah, talk about studying. Weird stuff, I remember. So uh, does it have to be in the center? No, but it has to be uh, properly uh, mounted as per the regulations. So one of the things is, you know, it has to be uh, legible. It must be uh, displayed Horizontally, you know, it, it, it can't be turned sideways, facing. So you have to turn your your head to read it. Uh, those would be reasons to get a ticket. It has to be clean. It has to be uh, not modified. People modify the plates. It's actually arrestable, an arrestable offense to modify a plate. So yeah, Emma, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's that's a funny response to Ryan. Okay. Um, Let's see here. Are OPP members also RCMP or is it totally something different? Oh, is it totally different training? Okay. So RCMP members are federal police officers. They are the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Uh, they go to Depot for their training. And they can do a lot of things in a lot of places. But their focus is 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 not as as specific as, for instance, traffic training in Ontario. So they can't actually do traffic work in Ontario when they're here without special endorsement, I believe, from uh, Quebec or provincial police. I think they have to have special designation. In any case, it's not the same thing. The Ontario Provincial Police, the OPP, uh, are sworn in and educated in the same place that the Toronto Police are. We're, pro- we're, we're we're sworn in for the entire province of Ontario, even though for Toronto Police, we are focused on policing the community in Toronto because we're paid for by Toronto tax dollars. Uh, but if we didn't exist, the OPP would be responsible for our jurisdiction. They would be getting monies from the city of Toronto uh, and then they'd have a lot more headaches. <laughs> it's a lot of work in here. We do a lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, but, yes, yeah, totally, OPP in Toronto, same training, different training for RCMP. Nanya says, uh, let's see here. If I moved to Canada and I was an American cop, would you hire me? I would have no problem doing that, but I have no nothing to do with employment. Uh, you need to be a permanent resident or a Canadian citizen in order to become a police officer in Canada or in Ontario specifically. And uh, we have had Americans come here. Now, I knew someone who was a sheriff, and when they came, they married someone, they got Canadian citizenship uh, or at very least permanent residency, and they became a court officer. I, I don't know if it was choice or uh, or, or an option to go police, but they, they came in and worked for the service in that capacity. So I know it happens. Uh, it's different going the other way. Police officers are Canadians, cannot be police officers. You, in most states, you have to be a citizen, not a, not a green card holding person or, or peer permanent resident, but you must be a citizen. So uh, if you are interested in becoming a police officer here, definitely talk to our employment people because we're always looking for good candidates. Uh, Serge says, Shalom, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> shalom to you too. Uh, we got here. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Shalom is, it means uh, it means hello, goodbye, and peace in Hebrew. Okay, uh, what do we got here? Similar to Salam, by the way. Kiana, uh, we have here. I'm if oh if I'm required to wear glasses while driving and I get pulled over and don't have them on, what's the fine, if any? So you you have a condition to wear sunglasses or to wear glasses, I should say. And I don't think I've ever laid that charge. Non-safety class. Uh, it's, I think it's just under condition. Let's see here, condition, boom, boom, boom. Come on, it's gonna be, I think it's $110. Drive without a in contravention of it, yeah, $110, no, no points. And that just states, no person shall drive a motor vehicle on a highway while contravening a condition contained on his or her driver's license uh, or imposed by regulation. So wearing glasses, if you're required, that's a condition. You violate that, you are getting a ticket. But if it's reasonable, like if I pulled someone over and they were not wearing it, I just noticed it, but it wasn't negatively impacting their driving, could I give them a warning? Sure. That's that whole discretion thing. Let's see. Are police allowed to do lives in uniform when off duty? Well, so I've done them off duty, but acting in the capacity because I'm in a unique role. So I I have uniform at home, I have a home studio. Have I done it? Yes, have I appeared on the news, like CB24 and 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 like in uniform? Yeah, but I'm, I'm working, I'm building the service for when I do that because I have a unique role. Uh, is it commonplace to do that? No. Uh, do other services have rules about it? Yeah, I'm sure they all have rules about it. Now, lives. I would say, like, this live is on duty in the police studio. Ninety-nine percent of the time, that's where I am. Anyway, uh, every police service is going to have their own social media and and uh, rules. But I mean, again, unique situation, media relations officer. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Chase P says, if you were stuck in traffic and made a U-turn but had to go over the median, what are the applicable charges? Uh, what kind of what kind of situation are you in that you would have to go over a median? Drive off roadway, drive on uh, – well, it's not a sidewalk. Um, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> I've never laid the charge for it, but uh, unsafe move possibly. I don't know. Is there an off-roading uh, thing? I have to think about that, but certainly not something we want you to do you better off waiting till it's safe and uh, an appro- and finding an appropriate place to do that. Um, leave it with me, Chase. We'll have to think about that. If you're watching and you don't know who I am, uh, wh- wh- how do you not know who I am? It says it right there on the screen. Uh, I'm Sean Chapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police, and I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff every single day. And today is Friday. So uh, we have a couple of dad jokes, we have a couple of things, but I also see a lot of questions here. And because it's Friday and I'm not in a particular rush to uh, depart, I will continue with these questions for a little while longer. Maybe we'll get another half half an hour, 40 minutes. Okay. Is there a fine for grossly, for driving grossly under the posted speed limit? Uh, Yes, there is. So it's called unnecessary slow driving, and it's when you are uh, blocking or interfering with traffic, and it's not reasonable. So you're driving at 60 and an 80 or a 60. and Actually, how about this? You're on the highway, it's 100, you're doing 60. Could it be reasonable? Yeah, it could be a snowstorm. That would be legal, lawful, Totally justifiable, but if it's a dry sunny day and everybody else is doing the speed limit and you are for some reason doing sixty kilometers an hour in the leftmost lane, which is commonly referred to as the passing lane, that's a problem. You're you're actually causing danger, uh, risk, not good. So uh, yeah, you could be charged. I find that that more often than not, um, that, that's it's just not a popular charge. I don't think that we're out there looking for it. But if we find someone who's causing issues, putting themselves and others at at uh in danger It's bad. What's the little blue book that TPF's officers have with all the HTA and criminal code charges in them? Uh, there used to be a book called the short form wording book. Uh we don't usually have those. I don't think they've been updated since 2007. So it's no longer published, which is sad because it was cool, but you know what we do have? We have computers in our cars. We don't need the book anymore. Uh we have everything online. If we need to look up something that we're not familiar with, uh I personally Love an app that I have used since before I got on the job when I was still in courts. I was an auxiliary, I was using it. Uh, it's free to try. It's called, uh, what is it called? It's called Badge. What is it? Where is it? I mean, in it. Do I remember what it's called? Uh, hang on. Shield Basic. Now, there are other ones available on other platforms. This one's a, a paid subscription. I pay, I think, 10 bucks a year, uh, but it updates with the current stuff and I can find things a lot faster. But at the end of the day, we have a giant, giant book called the Highway Traffic Act and another giant, giant book called the Criminal Code of Canada. And every act where she'll be, as a, you know, goes to all of them, including case law. Like it's really good. It's a lot of studying. Anyway, Shane Dunn wants to know if you uh, receive a ticket in Ontario for tint modification. Wait, we talked about it. Can you receive? Oh, we talked about this, Shane. It just, you got tired of waiting. Asked again. but We got you about 10 minutes ago. Uh, what do we have this? Mariah uh, says, I live in Brantford and haven't seen a ride program since pre-COVID what happened. That would be a question for the Brantford police. Now, ride programs, traditional ride programs, that's where we set up a sign and we put a whole bunch of officers and we stop everybody on the road. Some services have decided that roving or, or uh, there's another word for it, but uh, mobile rides are good. See, we we don't have to set up a big ride program in one spot. We can just pull over vehicles randomly for the purposes of checking for sobriety. And that's still ride. Still captured as ride, even though it doesn't look like your traditional ride. So that's very possible that that is what they're doing. Okay. Hey, it's AJ the awesome who says top of the morning to you, Sean, best wishes from Campbellville. Well, uh, the rest of the day to you. Uh, it is a, it is a, is it a magical day outside? I understand we're expecting some, uh, some stuff to fall from the sky in the form of snow. Uh, that is going to be interesting for many people, but uh, yes, thanks for the, be- the 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 wishes, and I hope you're doing well. Um, I haven't done any follow up with you, AJ. the Awesome. How are the ribs? It was the ribs that you injured a while back ago, right? How you doing? How's the, how's the, are you back to 100 percent? Okay. Question from Corey Wilkins: If you're hungover from the night before and get pulled over and blew a .04, is that still a DUI, or would this be an officer discretion? Point zero four would be under the limit permitted by both the province as the uh, legal license li- or legal driving limit and, uh, and as well as it, w- it wouldn't it would be the over 80 or 80 over. So what I'm saying is you wouldn't blow a warrant and you wouldn't blow over 80 or 80 and above on a breathalyzer. So would you be charged criminally? Not for that. Could you be impaired? Could you still be weaving all over the road? You could be charged with impaired driving depending on what we're seeing because uh, impairment can happen at any amount of alcohol or drugs. Uh, but it depends. I've arrested people, so here's a good one. I arrested someone at 9 a.m., roughly. They were on their way to work. They had had about a 2-4 the night before, and they rear-ended a Porsche. Pretty sure it was a Porsche. Anyway, odor of alcoholic beverage, had them blow. They failed. They got arrested. Now, to blow over means .05, to to blow a warrant over that. Uh, 0.08 to be criminal. But, again, impaired driving can still happen at less. Ah, thank you very much, uh, Richard, who says, two demerits for fail to use lower beam. What I don't understand is why fail to use lower beam wasn't showing up in my search. I want to search again. It's bothering me. (laughs) Uh, How he trapped me. was in the wrong act. Fail to use... Lower beam, $110, two demerit points. And it's only because Richard found it first that I was able to find it. Thank you very much, Richard. Welder Dave, how fast you got to go to get arrested or to be arrested? So technically, stunt driving is an arrest or arrestable. Not just, It could be an arrest and then you could be released on a ticket. Uh, you could be uh, just given a ticket without the formal arrest. But uh, it, the deal is that, um, yeah, you can get a, that at 40 over in a zone under uh, 80 kilometers an hour, totally arrestable. Could you do 40 over in a school zone and get arrested for dangerous driving? Yeah, yeah, you could. Speed alone could be the, the reason or the aggravating factors of the observations of an officer. If you're doing 80 in a 40 and there's kids crossing and they're diving out of, out of the way and I can articulate why I thought it was appropriate to arrest you, I'd be within my rights to arrest you. If you were, you know, so it all depends on what the officer sees. Why are some turn signals red or yellow at the back, but always yellow at the front? Because you cannot display red light to the front. It is illegal. Ah, Hayward Collins says, hey there, Sean. Are you allowed to pass someone on a double line provided it's safe? In the province of Ontario, currently, yes. Anywhere else in Canada, no. Double line is not enforceable on its own. It is a, a suggestion, but it is not enforceable in the province of Ontario. However, if you were to pass someone and cause a collision, it would be entirely on you. All right. What's your thoughts on blue and ambers on tow vehicles? They don't have them right now. Are you are you suggesting them or are you saying it has happened and I've just missed the memo? Uh, let's see here. What's your thoughts on blue? Yeah, I don't have an opinion on blue. Other than right now, it is only police, uh, fire, ambulance, and uh, and snowplows, on their own without red. Uh, but I'm not aware of anything in the works for tow vehicles. Interesting conversation, though. I'll have to talk to Sergeant Campbell, who is the towing guy. Does TPS give you a white keepa for white shirts for staff? Well, this one is a Toronto police keepa. Uh, it is black, and the only one that we have that I'm aware of is black. It's the, it's the uniform issue, uh, which is pretty cool, i got to say. How many forward-facing headlights are you allowed to have? Maximum four. Four forward-facing headlights in the, that are actually on. So if you have your uh, headlights and fog lights, that's your four total combined. Uh, that's your max. More than that, bad things happen. Uh, let's just do Kiana who says, ah, another good question. I'm curious about this. Let's say I buy a black car and I get it wrapped matte black. Do I have to inform Service Ontario of it? No, because it's still the same color. It's just a different finish. There's no glossy versus matte description in the uh, uh, in the registration. But if you if you did a white wrap that was matte or glossy, it doesn't matter. If, if you made a black car white, a white car green, if you made a substantial change uh, to the color but not the finish, it would be something you need to do within six days. You'd have to apply for a new uh, registration permit update to, ta- to tell them. Uh, otherwise, it's a $110 fine. Yeah. Uh, and just for your own benefit, you'd want to change it because every time we saw a vehicle that returned, you know, black, but it was a white car, we'd pull you over to find out why the plates were on in a, a vehicle that it wasn't associated to. Because very often, bad persons steal plates from similar vehicles. It happens a lot. All right. Mike says, Microsoft. I don't know. Uh, Nancy Romig says, hi. Uh, how are you guys doing? That's Nancy coming in from uh, from from X, which is awesome. I love that we get messages from X now. We're doing well, Nancy. Thanks for asking. This is actually a live thing. Now, you, you messaged at 10.33. It is now 11.03. So 30 minutes ago, you may not be here. But if you are, thanks for dropping in. Uh, let's see here. Oh. Chris wants to know, hey, I'm wondering about the speed cameras. Is there any grace in going over the limit? There is. It's percentages from what I understand, and I don't know what that percentage is. Oddly enough, they don't want me to know because if I know, I might be compelled to tell you. No, I might tell you. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what it is. And at the end of the day, no one should speed. If you happen to be going one or two over, I can can safely tell you that you probably won't get ticketed. However, uh, if you're doing much more than that, you might. And every jurisdiction has its own threshold of what they choose to lay charges over. Uh, And it's not run by the police services here in Ontario. It's run by the municipalities. How is the takeovers going? If you mean by the dopes who are doing silly things in parking lots and intersections, uh, stunt driving and putting lives at risk, I haven't heard much recently. Uh, I I think that a lot – well, I know that a lot of people were criminally charged in relation to takeover events, and maybe they got the message. Maybe they, they smartened up. Uh, But they are the reason that laws have been enhanced in the province of Ontario to make it tougher on the people who do dumb things behind the wheel. Uh, It's the takeover people who uh, everyone should write letters to and say thank you uh, for making it that you can, you know, not stunt drive anywhere now. Uh, AJ The Awesome says, just got the three-day pass for Toronto Comic-Con. Excited. Awesome. I have to talk to uh, my colleague with the Ontario Provincial Police because he wants me to come back to the... Uh, Comic-Con event, and I want to go, too. I just need to get approval to uh, to do that again because we did the Fan Expo, right? It was Fan Expo last time. Uh, definitely want to come out to that. Uh, AJ, send me uh, – and, AJ, you should be joining our chat. If you go to telegram.trafficcop.ca, telegram.trafficcop.ca, join our chat. Uh, we got a little group of 9 or 10 people in there, and we ch- chat all the time. Um, oh, Serge says, uh, can't drink water in Alberta? It's essential to life. Are you telling me or are you asking me? I, I'm pretty sure you can't drink anything in Alberta, but I, I could be wrong. And also the distracted driving laws, I think it falls under distracted in Alberta. It, they're like really wide. It, we, the, the fine is lower, but it's, a, it's, it's much easier to uh, uh, to lay the charge there. Eating cereal while driving, yes, it is. It's a thing. I've, and other things too. I, I once, and I've talked about this before, I, I charged someone in relation to a, a collision. They were driving a cube van that drove into a cement truck and they were eating peas and rice. Like they they, they had they had a full on chicken on the, they had thrown it out the window after the collision, but uh, yeah, they, they said their brakes didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> got clocked for a holding banana handheld device. You really got charged for it? Uh, I, I've seen people say the darndest things and I'm, I'm, I'm I could see where someone would think that's a phone. Um, yeah. I had one person who who was, do you remember, what was it called, the Passport from BlackBerry? They said, how did you know my client was using a, a, a telephone? I said, because it's the Passport. And I recognized it from the commercials. I could see that from outer space. <laughs> Didn't go well for him. Uh, Brett says, go Blue Jays. Yeah. Is that, are they playing? Is that happening? Go Blue Jays. Uh, let's see here. Also talking about the speed cameras in Hamilton. They keep moving them around. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how what the threshold would be for, for Hamilton either, but uh, they, they choose that stuff. Boom, boom, boom. Do you have to slow down and move over for construction vehicles? I believe it's only emergency vehicles and tow trucks, not the construction vehicles. However, it's courtesy. You know, there are people working there. They're trying to make a living. They want to be safe. Uh, slowing down and moving over makes a whole lot of sense, even if it may not be enforceable for the same ticket. Um, Yeah, I don't think they qualify for it, but at the same time, um, be kind. Courtesy goes a long way. What are you doing to administer the takeover-type races uh, happening around the city? Obviously, intelligence-led policing, we find out about stuff. Uh, We monitor social media. We are always looking, and we find people, and then, you know, we charge them. Uh, Do you have to move over if someone rides up behind you in the HOV lane? Well, here's the thing. The speed limit in the HOV lane is 100, or or in in most places. and There may be places where it's 110. There's no speed limit over 110. How fast is the person who's riding up to you? What are you doing? If they're going faster than you, then no, you don't have to get out of their way. They're idiots, quite frankly. They're speeding. And the HOV lane is not a speed lane. It is not a fast lane. It is just a lane designed to go Uh, beyond the speed of the people who are sitting in congestion and traffic to your right. Now, if you take policing as an example of how you should go past stopped or slow-moving traffic is we wouldn't want a speed differential more than 30 or 40 kilometers an hour because inevitably what happens is someone who's impatient in the regular lanes will decide that it's a good idea to jump into the HOV lane and pass everybody, whether they qualify to be in there or not. And what happens is people who are doing the speed limit or above, are hauling down that HOV lane and then come c- crashing into the person who does not use the, uh, the the proper entry point to get onto the HOV. They just jump over the uh, the lines. Yeah, those people end up getting unalived. I hate that I have to say unalived because certain platforms uh, don't like certain words. But, yeah, they, they, they're, they're catastrophic collisions that occur. So uh, you don't have to get out of the way. They should not be doing what they're doing. And, uh, yeah, I was going to go into a whole thing about left lane, right lane business, but that's the HOV lane, there is no other lane, and you cannot legally cross those lines, so there's nowhere for you to go, even if you want to get out of their way. Okay. Uh, when you see takeover stunts on social media, what's your take on it? Well, we, we, we love building intelligence. People give lots of great information on social media because they're not really that quick on the uptake. And, yeah, we lay charges based on that social media stuff very often when we can uh, otherwise, we use it to build uh, cases against them. Jay says, Sean, you like big cars, big crumple zones. Cybertruck checks all the boxes. Cybertruck, from what I understand, has no crumple zones. There's already been a head-on collision in the States involving a Cybertruck. Uh, the car that hit it, uh, there was a car that went over the center line, struck the Cybertruck head-on, and the car didn't look very good. The, the Cybertruck had some, like, broken mud flaps or something. Like, it was the fender flare. That was it. Very min- minimal damage. Um, I think that might be the one I, and I do have a reservation still waiting. If I, if, 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 if I got the call, well, no, I can't afford it today. I, I put the reservation in it when I possibly had the spare money to buy a, a, a cyber truck. I no longer have that spare money. So I'm, I'm hoping they, they wait a long time to call me for mine. So I don't have to make the decision today. But if, if they, they made it available to me, I would put it in the, in the auto show in, in our booth. Just saying, I put a Toronto police logo on the side of it. It would look, it would look sick. <laughs> Uh, we talked about this already, the slow driving. We had doo. We talked about that. Okay, what are we talking about? Support cars going sideways. What is this? Excuse me. Do you support cars going sideways in a parking lot during the night? How many cars have four-wheel steering that they can drive sideways? If you mean stunting? No, I would charge them instantly. No questions asked. It's not driving. Chris says, what check engine is a fine? That's P.S. It's environmental protection. If you have a fault where your vehicle is uh, spewing things that's not supposed to spew into the environment, it's against the law. And I get it. I just never knew that that was a law or a fine. And I had to do some real digging with the assistance of Sergeant Campbell to actually find find the schedule of what the fines were. And this is, I mean, here it is. It's, Operate a motor vehicle malfunction indicator light on an active DTC, cause or permit the operation of a motor vehicle. So you don't have to be the one driving it. If it's my vehicle and I lend you a vehicle with the engine light on, I'm still responsible. uh, Operate motor vehicle visible emissions, so if there's smoke and crap coming out of the back, uh, causing that to happen. Operate a heavy diesel vehicle. uh, Opacity of emissions exceeds limits. So how dark the smoke is, there you go. 420 bones before the victim fine surcharge is applied. Uh, assemble a motor vehicle without usual emission control systems or devices. You build your own device or build your own vehicle without it or assemble a fix and taking the stuff out. Mm, replace a motor with a motor that does not have equivalent emissions controls. Okay. Tamper with a motor or motor vehicle. I have to read what the definition of that is. Cause or permit tampering with a motor or motor vehicle. Sell a tampering system or device. Interesting. Offer expose, or advertise for sale tampering system device. I don't even know what they're talking about, but I can go read the the act and the regulations further. I, I I really stopped looking. I was looking for the check engine light stuff only. Um, but but there's never-ending study opportunities here. Okay. Are white reflective strips illegal to have on my vehicle? Reflectivity is not regulated to the best of my knowledge. Uh, I would like to see white reflective on the front and red reflective or amber reflective to the rear but I know that there's, there's white reflective on the back of many vehicles uh could it could it confuse people probably not if it's the only thing on there uh, but there is like there is red reflective and I think that's better for the rear but we have white reflective now we have white reflective stickers on the, on the back of our police vehicles like Toronto Police is in white reflective so I think you're more than okay uh, do, do, do. a red light camera flashed on my car twice but only front wheels crossed the stop line okay well, that, that means technically you didn't stop right because you were past the line after it was read now granted I don't know if they're going to lay the charge because they may be looking for you actually entering the intersection but technically if you passed the line if I saw you as a police officer and you stopped in the intersection I could charge you a stop wrong place uh, easily stop sign too yeah stop wrong place uh, Serge wants to know, who charges you with check engine light? Any law enforcement officer or just conservation officer? Any police officer could. Uh, I don't think anybody knows that this is an offense. I don't, it's not something we focus on. Uh, maybe, maybe there are some that uh, that do know, but I've been doing an unofficial survey here, uh, just asking people, legal or not legal? And maybe I should do that as a series where I ask cops in the office that very question. But uh, no one has actually said, I know that to be an offense under the Emission uh, the Environmental Protection Act. So, yeah. I, you know, as much as I say it, I think it's entertaining to know about these. Um, we're not in the business of trying to gotcha anybody all the time. So it's, it's about education, yes. I don't think I'd ever leave that charge. I, I just don't think that – I don't think it's reasonable. I don't think I would do it. Uh, but knowing what it is is very interesting. Okay. Uh, boom, 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 boom. What happens if it's an issue with a sensor and not actual engine issue? Well, the sensor – I don't know. It says here what a DT with an active DTC. I'd have to look up what an active DTC is. But I, I, I glossed through it. What is, does it say what an active DTC is? Emissions related DTC. So I guess you have to have a, a code come up. So how would one do that? I'd have to do a, a, a uh, I, don't, I don't have a, I don't know. Hmm. For the purposes of 13, blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah, I got to look up more stuff. In any case, it's interesting. Why do cops use cell phones while driving? Well, we have issued police cell phones. Uh, In many cases, those police cell phones are used in lieu of a laptop to search data and information on vehicles, like checking license plates and such. Depends on the vehicle, depends on the unit. Uh, Are we allowed to? Absolutely. We're exempt under the Highway Traffic Act for for the use of handheld communication device. That includes your computer, your cell phone, your two-way radio. And oddly enough, that's because we are 911. You are able to use your phone to call 911 in an emergency. So if you were using your phone whilst calling police to report an impaired driver, for instance, perfectly legal. We acknowledge that it is dangerous when we do it or when you do it, but for the appropriate reason, it's lawful. There you go. Uh, What is this? I am using company and it's don't have any pipe papers. Oh. Let's put this on screen. Love you says, I am using company and it don't have any papers in it, I come to know when police caught me. Gotcha. Driving a motor vehicle, it is your responsibility as the driver to, be, to, to know where the stuff is because you're required to surrender it. So if you are going to get into a vehicle, borrow it, drive it for work, before you get on the road, look for the ownership and insurance documents. And if you're driving a commercial vehicle, do do all the things you're required to do as a commercial vehicle operator. Uh, Like if that includes a, a daily check, do the daily check because you're required to. If there's a logbook, fill it out because you're required to. But let's say you're using a regular vehicle. It doesn't require that. You just need to be able to surrender your license, ownership, and insurance on demand. And if you can't do that, you are responsible, even if the boss didn't put it in the car. So the answer is to the secondary question, is it my fault? You're responsible. So the charge is yours. Now, if the boss never gave it to you, you could try and get your boss to pay for it. Still, your ticket. Adam talking to Emma side chats. That's good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, do do do. Is. <laughs> <laughs> is sliding in the snow to slide into a girl's DMs illegal. Uh, the DMs, I, you know, as long as it's not unwanted, uh, but sliding on the snow is, in, at least in a motor vehicle, is stunt driving. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay. CO here just wanted to say thank you for what you're doing and stay safe. CO, if you're a corrections officer, hey, thank you for what you do. Uh, I would not do what you would do because I have worked as a court officer uh, and and I am I am truly impressed with the folks who go into cell blocks and uh, unarmed. Um, so kudos to you. You you have a tough job and I appreciate you. Uh, if you're a court officer, hey, I used to be a court officer. You guys are awesome. I, you know, I, I don't forget where I came from. Uh, so I, I really appreciate all that you guys do as court officers and it's now special constables because things have changed. Uh, I am boy. Mom says, "Have a great weekend, Sean." Well, thank you very much. Uh, it is, it is something I, I just, I look forward to from the day I get back to work. I look forward to the weekend again to spend time with my family. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Bryce says, "Thank you for your service, sir. I was wondering if tinted taillights are illegal in Ontario." So, aside from legal or illegal, they're not smart. You're taking the one thing that tells people when you're slowing down, changing speed, or just there in general, and you're making it less effective. Now, you're required to have functioning taillights, uh, not only taillights that stay on, but brake lights that then overpower the taillights that are discernible at 150 meters. If tinting them prevents them from being discernible at that distance or the interpretation of an officer's um, perception of it, the interpretation of their effectiveness at 150 meters, you're going to get a ticket. I now I've spoken to a friend who is a TikTok friend, and I've talked by way of chat when I say spoken. Uh, he says, "Well, just just put on like more powerful bulbs. You know, you reduce the amount of light that gets through, so you up the amperage or or put more powerful bulbs in. Maybe, but at the end of the day, messing with stuff that directly relates to your safety and to the safety of others is something I would not mess with. Also, in the event of a collision." We consider those things clues as we investigate your vehicle. We make notes on those things. And your insurance company would see it as a modification and could deny your claim or hold you more responsible for something that would have been the person who ran into you except that you'd modified it, and now they say it's your fault because they determine things on their own. And when you smash the car, they may own the car afterwards. Uh, oh, Owen Connor says, hey, I love watching your videos, and I've been sharing them with everyone I know. That's exactly what we love to hear. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Owen. Uh, thank you for for sharing and for participating and, and and sharing the news that you share. Thank you. I hope you have a great weekend. You definitely deserve a great weekend, person who shares our content. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Chase says, I think any reasonable person can set aside any controversies uh, in the news or negative opinions against the police to still thank Sean and the great members of TPS who served the Public every day. There's a lot of stuff in the news. There's a lot of hurt feelings. There's a lot of people who have stuff going on that 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 is very passionate, or they're very passionate about. And I get it. And it's it's very easy to point a finger at police, but at the end of the day, um, we're still here to help. We still want to help, and we try and stay uninvolved with the emotional side of it as best we can. Uh, and we understand everyone's going through stuff. It's it's a tough time. The world is in flux. Yeah, stuff's more expensive. It's just a lot of stress everywhere, not to mention stuff that's happening internationally. All right. Let's see here. Adam, we're talking here. Oh. Do I know what section of the Environmental Protection Act the Czech Engine Offense is in? It is in, because I have it right here, uh, Ontario Regulation 457-19, schedule 6.1, of 457.19 is where the um, the offense and the set fine is listed. But it is vehicle emissions under the EPA 479. Did I say that already? I did, but uh, am I saying it correctly now that I've moved pages and I can't see it again? Where did I, where did I just read that? 457.19. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Courtney says, speeding cameras, I got one for 10 kilometers over. Can this be fought? I didn't see any signs or warnings. Depends on where you are. Depends on what you can prove. Um, Were you speeding? Were there no signs to tell you what the appropriate sign or or speed was when you entered the area? Uh, There's so many potentials. Uh, There's no demerit points. It doesn't go against your driver's license. There's just a dollar amount. You may not be happy with it, but is it worth taking a day off work? Now, people. One person got really upset. I'm reporting you for telling people not to go to court. Hey, listen, you go to court, you don't go to court, it's up to you. But is it worth your time and energy when there's no negative? Now, now, if you can prove and you have a defense saying there's no sign that tells me the appropriate speed when I was in that area, and secondly, there's no sign warning because there has to be a warning sign posted in the city of Toronto, maybe somewhere else, and the city of Toronto requires a sign. Uh, I don't know if it requires it anywhere else. If you have the appropriate defense, then go fight it. But if you're guilty and you just missed the sign, maybe it's not worth the time. That's a decision for you to make. I'm not trying to coerce anybody not to defend themselves, which someone alleged that I was. Okay. Uh, Kirk. Is stunt driving on highway specifically considered 40 or is it uh, still 50 over? It depends. We talked about this earlier in the show. If the speed... The the actual speed limit that you're on is – or on the road that you're on is under 80 kilometers, it's 40 over. If it's 80 kilometers or more, it's 50 over. If it's 150 anywhere, it's 150 anywhere even private property would qualify. Uh, Ah, da-da-da. Aiden Simpson19 says, is it good that I drive with the radio off so I can focus? Do you prefer the radio on or off? It depends. (laughs) If I'm just driving, I love podcasts, the news, and whatnot. If I'm looking for, like, a parking spot or an address – I turn off the radio because I'm already an old man, and that's what happens when you're an old man. Uh, it's like, sh- don't talk to me. I'm looking for something. I need to be able to focus, and I don't want a distraction. But that's just me, and I and apparently everyone in my age group. But uh, I think that if you if it helps you to turn off the radio, and be able to focus that way, then it's great. You know what you what works for you, so go with what works for you. Hundred percent. I would never tell you it's a bad thing to focus on safety. Hundred uh, percent. Let's see here. If I have a G1 license issued in Ontario, which license rules do I follow out of province? Well, here's a funny one. Your G1 is only really valid in Ontario because you don't have a license, you have a learner's permit. Now, if you are in a jurisdiction that accepts your G1, because it's up to them whether or not they want to honor it, you'd have to follow all of the conditions of your G1 as issued in Ontario. Now, that applies to G1s who are traveling outside of the province. If you're a, G, sorry, a G2 traveling out of province, uh, you're not allowed to drive uh, with any blood alcohol content. You cannot drive between the hours of midnight and 5 a.m. with more than one person under the age of 20 in the first six months or three people under the age of 20. And in the second six months, you cannot carry more people than there are seat belts. There's all of these rules. And if you're in the United States driving with your G2, you still have to abide by them because it's a condition of your license. Now, going back to G1 outside of the province, it's not intended for you to do a cross-country marathon whilst learning how to drive. It's there so you get experience and then challenge the G2 uh, test, get your G2, and then you can do everything. But you have no experience as a G1. You should not be taking a leg of, uh, of road on a cross-country tour. You can't even go on the highway. So don't do it. It's not what it's for. If you moved somewhere else, they wouldn't even accept your G1 on a trade. You'd have to apply for their equivalent Fresh and start again because you don't have a license. You have a learner's permit. Okay. How is tracking down r- street racers? How is it or how well are we doing at it? Uh, we're, we're at it all the time. And, yeah, we share information with other police services. It's a real big thing. Uh, what are your thoughts on cars racing during the night illegally blocking intersections? Same thing. It's illegal. We don't want it. Uh, we actively pursue it. And, uh, and, and bring people to justice. We charge people criminally when criminal acts are, are, uh, are committed. So yeah, we're all over it. Boy, I hope he answers my donut question. I must've missed your donut question other than your donut statement. Of our, well, it's actually your question statement that references donuts. Okay. Talked about this from Bryce. We got you already. Jaden Berger what's your perspective on going in circles in an intersection if it's a well what do you mean like donuts it's stunt driving if you mean like like drifting it's a stunt driving is it good that i yeah we talked about this already okay i'm i think we're getting close to the end here uh, we got Charky who says thanks for your service tough job um it can be but I had a, i've had i've been pretty lucky i've smiled most days at work most days there's been some pretty pretty awful days too But thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Michael Blitzky says, are you planning on popping out to a takeover? Like to do a guest appearance? (laughs) I'm probably in bed. I start my day at 4 in the morning. uh, So, or at least I start, I wake up at 4 in the morning. I don't start my day here at 4. But it is, uh, I am, uh, takeovers are usually in the middle of the night unless there's special invitations. uh, And I don't think anybody wants me there. Like, I'd I'd be the arrest everybody guy. Uh, Coffee meetups are different you know people who go and hang out with their cars and show off their their beautiful cars i'm all about that that's that's awesome i used to do that when i was motorcycle when i was the motorcycle guy um, I 100% like the coffee meetups and car shows car shows aren't burnout shows or break the law shows check on your bros that's Ryan the thin white line interceptor talking about um, you know, checking on your bros when it comes to mental health stuff. Absolutely. Why you bald for? Uh, well, I like the way it looks. I prefer it from the, you know, the the hair that you have to, you know, brush and try and shape. It's just not my thing. Uh, no, I, 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 am, I am, how do you call it? I have less hair than some people. <laughs> Up top, I just preferred going and shaving it after a while. It just became... My look. Sometimes I, I I do the chia pet thing where I'll, I'll grow it for a while, but I am my own barber, so it is not. Uh, it is it is, and my wife prefers it, quite frankly. Now, one of my kids says, "Daddy, I love you with with uh, longer hair." The other one says, "No, shave it." So I can't make anybody happy, but uh, I for me, my preference is shaved head. Uh, we talked about this already. Why do you need a G person with you when you're driving with a G1, but you don't need an M Driver, if you have an M1, a Canadian Yeti wants to know. So as a motorcycle person, uh, I would never, for a million, gazillion dollars, get on the back of a motorcycle and tell a new rider to drive me around while I supervise them for all, no, never, 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 never motorcycle riding is dangerous. It is. I, I The reason I'm not on the road, why I'm in front of you on camera now instead of being out on the road is because I got into a motorcycle collision. Someone pulled out of a parking lot and hit me, crossed in front of some stopped traffic when they shouldn't have, but they had no clear view and kaboom. Riding is dangerous. It's just what it is. When someone is learning to ride, they can be responsible for their own self when it comes to... You can't put someone else's life at, at, at risk the same way. Now, I'm speculating. I'm telling you why I think... Uh, It is. It's just not reasonable. In fact, the condition is you cannot have any passengers, never mind having someone supervise you. Anyway, I digress. It is um, people who, when they first get their licenses, tend to fall. And if you have a passenger, they fall too. Uh, I think that's pretty much why. Now, if you're talking about how to get freedom sooner, yeah, M1 is way more freedom than a G1. Yeah. Hopefully you start with a really small motorcycle, though. If you have an M1, oh, I, 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 to me, it's comical to think that someone would just jump on and hold on to the. Pr- Cause it, also, riding with a passenger takes skill. It, you have to learn how to ride a bike before you can take a passenger. Moving along. Uh, uh, Chucky wants to know about standing with citizens. Uh, we, we try and stay impartial. We talk about the law. We're not. I don't. I don't know specifically which thing you're talking about, Chucky. But uh, it's all about the law. We got to make sure that everyone's safe. Uh, we talked about this. What's the fine for going 10 over the speed limit? It's like 40 bucks, I think. It's still speeding. Speeding is anything over the posted speed limit. Uh the dollar amount changes with the amount of speed, but uh just because it's a discount or it's cheaper doesn't mean it's a good idea. Uh let's see here. I, I think I was right. Uh, 10 over is $40 after victim fine surcharge. No, it's $25, but after victim fine surcharge, it's 40 bucks. So it sounds like a great deal, right, except it can still make your insurance rates go up. No demerit points until you're 16 over, but even a ticket at 15 over or 14 over or 10 over can change your, uh, change the opinion of your insurance company when it comes to calculating your risk. Yeah. Okay. Ben wants to know about what the rules are with traveling with a gun. Depends on the kind of gun. Depends if restricted, non-restricted. There are lots of rules. Are we allowed to race when the road is empty? No, 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 you can't. Uh, The Grinch says, good morning. Good morning to the Grinch. Haven't seen you around for a while. How you doing? Oh, Chase says, everyone should download What Three Words. It's a great app. Uh, We utilize this in our dispatch. So if if let's, originally it was for people who are stuck in the water and like, I, I, I don't know, I'm off the, I can see Ontario Place, but I can't tell you where I am exactly. So in the water, what they do is it'll basically take a I think it's a three meter space and it'll uh, it's either one meter or three meter space uh looking at a map and it'll give you three words that you can then give the dispatcher that they could type it in uh, and and know exactly where you are so we can then send a police boat to help you but it works for anywhere like you're on on water or on a street corner because a street corner if you're hiding behind the bushes adjacent to the street corner and you're saying come help me somebody's after me we can actually pinpoint your location based on that it's pretty cool what three words is awesome? Oh, snow's coming for 4 p.m., according to Kayla Giaconis, who has sought information from the Weather Network. Thank you very much for, for letting us know. Let's see here. Doo, doo, doo. Okay, Kiana, I turned right on red. I stopped and proceeded to go. There was no sign saying I couldn't do that, but got a red light ticket in the mail. Was I in the wrong? Did you turn right on red after coming to a complete stop? Oh, you just said that. You stopped and then proceeded to go. You should not have got a a red light ticket for that. Now, it's possible that if somebody else went straight through while you were making the right turn that the system triggered inappropriately. But if you've come to a complete stop and there's no sign prohibiting you from making a right turn, that camera should not have gone off. In fact, generally speaking, red light cameras only function if you approach the intersection at a certain speed. you were to do it at one kilometer an hour and never stop the camera shouldn't trigger so if you came to a complete stop and then proceeded around the corner that camera should never have taken your photo you might want to look into why it did can a tow vehicle also plow i don't know and i don't know because not only did i not know before but i don't know the new tow regulations that is a perfect question for sergeant campbell towing is not being my forte i've never really delved into that I used to deal with them a lot when they came to my collision scenes, but I never really dive, dove, dove. I did not dive. I had not. <laughs> Pat tenses are. I'm having so much fun with my kids reading in tenses. Anyway, um, yeah. So it was just never a thing for me. I never really got into inspecting tow trucks. Uh, I never had an issue with them. King Five K says, "Cop pulled me over, gave him all my documents, and came back clean. I asked for RAS." Uh, why he pulled me over and didn't give me one. I asked if I'm being detained. He gave me no reason. Illegal detainment? Depending on where you are. So in the province of Ontario, police can stop you for any reason. We can stop you to, uh, to, to enforce the HTA when it comes to uh, offenses that we've witnessed, but let's say we didn't witness anything. Can we pull you over? Absolutely. We can pull you over to find out if you're a licensed driver. Without you breaking any laws, we can just check to see if you have a license. We can pull you over to see if you have insurance on the vehicle, that the insurance is properly insured for any, just, just to check. I'm going to pull that car over to see if they have insurance. That's enough. I can pull you over to make sure that you are sober, perfectly legal. I can pull you over to check the safety of your vehicle to make sure it's a safe vehicle, legal for the road. That's it. There's nothing else required. If I have other stuff, that's just bonus. But I can I, I could stop every vehicle on the road if I was able to uh, to get to everybody to stop everybody and make sure it's yeah it'd be fine. Uh, it would I'd have a very busy day, lots of note making, but I could do it. Uh, but you're not being detained per se. So if you're in a motor vehicle being investigated, um, depends. Like if I, once you've given me your license ownership and insurance, that's the legal demand. Uh, if you were to leave at that point, uh, I'd still have all your information. But as long as I wasn't detaining you for something criminal, if you left, would it necessarily relate more, result in more charges? Probably not. But you still get charged, okay? Now, if you left and you were told not to leave because you were in investigation for something criminal, that's that's a different story. I wouldn't leave. All right. Will the chat stuff be in the description after so I can join it at work right now so I'm just listening? Uh, I'll make sure that there's a link at trafficcop.ca. I believe Telegram at trafficcop.ca will take you there. But I'll I'll go make sure there's a link for you there, AJ. And we'll look forward to having you join the chat. Uh, Do you remember the first time you had to turn on your uh, (laughs) – do I remember? I don't remember. I, I remember a couple of them. Uh, but I don't remember like I, 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 when I, one time I do remember I, I was going to an event and I passed my, 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 I was solo in a car, but I was, I had somebody else in the same area sector and I, both of us got tasked to the same call and I was going lights and sirens and they weren't. And I saw them in traffic and a message popped up on the screen saying, uh, like you're in a hurry. <laughs> like, what are you doing? So, yeah, I, I was a little overzealous. Apparently, that call didn't justify using lights and sirens, but I was brand new. Uh, I don't remember the absolute first time, though. Oh, only electronic. No kidding. Brian uh, Gillis says no more log books for commercial vehicles, only electronic logs allowed in Canada and the USA now. No kidding. Didn't know. See, um, I got to. This is why studying is important. All right. My traffic unit has a code reader. Oh, this is Jeff S. Okay, Jeff says, my traffic unit has a code reader. It plugs into the OBD2 port, and I will tell you what the check engine light is on for. An emissions-related code will be something for, like, a misfire O2 sensor. So is that where you would lay that charge? Are you in Ontario? I'm really curious now. Uh, Either way, Jeff, uh, reach out. Go to traffichop.ca. Send me a message. Uh, I'd love to follow you back. Okay. Uh, Akela says... And check engine light will come on if you leave the gas cap off after filling. I don't even have a gas cap. I have a vehicle that doesn't require one. I just close the door and that's it. King5K says, why is there stunt driving applied on private property that I pay for that is not accessible to the public? Also, can you answer my previous YouTube question, please? So I got your previous question already, but this one is because people did dumb stuff. And they did it on private property, and they put people's lives at risk. So the laws were changed to accommodate the prevention of all of the activity deemed to be unsafe and not legal. So, yeah, unless you have a permit to do it, you can't do it. Uh, murder, not allowed to do anywhere. Doesn't matter if you own the property or want to conduct that stuff uh, on. This is the same thing. They're basically saying it's unsafe and you're not allowed to do it anywhere. And they've been very, very specific above ground, below ground, the beach, the, the farmers feel like everywhere. They've gone through very, very specifically, unless it's an indie event, which uh, obviously is just it's a blanket authorization for indie, But racetracks and go-kart tracks, allowed to do stuff there. <laughs> Corey says, I'm forced to get back to work. I enjoyed today's show. Thanks for answering my questions, Officer Sean. Have a great weekend and drive safe, everyone. Uh, we got here, random question, what does the G stand for, in for G1, G2, or G? Anything at all, does anyone know? Uh, AJ, I'm going to guess that it's general. I don't actually know. <laughs> I think it's general. Uh, B, like the, the, Some of them make sense, like B for bus. Um, I, I've never really gone deep diving down the rabbit hole for what these like, – why is GG? Why is the – like the class seven stuff that other provinces do. That, that's really the question that I want to know the answer to. Why uh, is G? I'm going to ask questions. If I can find a dinosaur who knows the answer, I will share with you. Kiana, what is a takeover? That's the question. Uh, takeover are events that are stunt driving related, racing related, where members of the car communities take over the streets. They'll use some cars to block the roads to prevent um, members of the public from interfering, from police to to getting in. Uh, Crowds tend to go up. I would suggest going to YouTube and check it out. It's quite uh, shocking. (laughs) If I ever have to lose the mullet, I'd go bald. Some of my uncles pull it off. (laughs) Well, that's good to know. Uh, the manji says, "Hello there. This is great. I love the educational streams. Well, I'm glad you do. We don't have a huge community on on Kick, but we love being here for anyone who wants to be. If you want to see us on our other channels, or if you're just happy of being on Kick, uh, that's cool too. But trafficcop.ca will take you links to all of our other channels. If you want to join us on TikTok, that's where our largest community is, and we have videos there. We've got 634,000 followers. I think we're, we're getting up there. I'm looking forward to 700,000, and then a million. Because we'll take over the world one day. Uh, Okay. Kickstaff is writing to you. Uh, Jocelyn, I'm moving to another province, and I have a full G license in Ontario. Do I need to take other tests? You should not. Um, It is possible but unlikely that they would not accept a full G. I, I guess if you got it like last week and they had different standards to get theirs, could they do something? Maybe, but I understand that all provinces would accept a G and trade. At least I've never heard anything to the contrary, uh, Contrary, I should say. Never heard anything to the contrary. Uh, same thing for the United States. The United States looks up a G. Where do I get a permit to stunt drive on private property that I pay for? I imagine it would be your municipality who would issue that. That would be my guess. You'd have to be classifying it as, uh, well, an event permit of some kind. You have to, you'd have to have somebody authorize you and whatever the consequence, the, the, requirements would be for them to issue it like maybe they say you have to have a gazillion dollars of insurance or you have to have paramedics standing by i don't know um that would be up for them but you'd have to get a permit and that's where i'd start it has been an absolute pleasure i have to uh to go i don't have to go but i am going to go uh let's start with a quote the yogi quote from michaela draconis when you come to a fork in the road take it take the fork Yeah. Uh, okay. We talked about this. Dad joke from a killer draconis, and unless somebody else comes up with a dad joke really, really quick, uh, let's see what uh, we see. Dad joke. Got parking ticket yesterday, but I'm not sure why. The sign said fine for parking. Uh, Philippe Martin says, are tire chains for traction in the snow and ice legal for tro- in Toronto for personal vehicles? No. Tire chains are absolutely not permitted. Uh, We have uh, in northern Ontario, and I can put this on screen because I I know where it is. In northern Ontario, you're allowed to have studded tires, but not southern Ontario. Now, if you live in northern Ontario, where's my list of places? Here we go. Here we go. No, no. Go on. Here we go. Northern Ontario. It's these places. Algoma, Cochrane, Kenora, Manitoulin, Nipissing, Perry Sound, Rainy River, Sudbury, Thunder Bay, Timiskaming. Those are the places that if you live there, if you're registered there, you can have Studded tires, and you can visit southern Ontario for up to 30 days. Uh, but snow chains absolutely not permitted. Tyler Durndon says, best cop ever, full of knowledge. Lots of people who watch too much, uh, oh, much, uh, sorry, lots of people watch too much US TV and think we have the same laws. That is a major thing. Um, speaking of Canadian laws, I am really looking forward to Law and Order Toronto. I think it comes out in February. I thought it was coming out sooner and I was excited, and now I'm disappointed that I have to wait longer. But Law and Order Toronto is going to happen. I think it's already happened. It's just a matter of airing it. I love watching Canadian police shows. I like watching police shows in general, but I really like watching Canadian police shows. Just super cool. Uh, Erica, what can I do to slow down cars at speed through private residential areas, 16 kilometer an hour? Where is there a 16 kilometer an hour speed limit? Really? Uh, talk to your local police. Talk to your local police and tell them there's a problem. Now, 16 kilometers an hour might be a private property situation? Uh, you said private residential areas. but like, Do you mean like truly private property? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because if, if it's truly private, it wouldn't be policed. It wouldn't be enforceable speed limits. Um, if they lived there, if like, like it was a condo corporation and they were speeding there, then it, it's possible that the condo corp could, could take sanctions or fine them through their fees or have have them responsible for other things that the municipality couldn't. It's an interesting mm-hmm. question. All right. Uh, I'm going to play a song. It's this song. It's the traffic song. And I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. Drive safely, drive sober, park legally, and we'll see you on Monday. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Watch for pedestrians, look out for bikes, and don't drive like a jerk that no one likes. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go, put down your cell phone, nobody needs you to text and drive on the DVP, yellow light, red light, green light, go, stop the stop signs, look both ways, then go, seat belt, save your life indeed, and watch your driving, don't speed. Go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail. Okay, a couple other questions happened. Uh, They they happened. They came through. I saw them. Now I have to answer them. Uh, Very quickly, King5k says, am I allowed to install police radios in my civilian car? Police radios? Like, they're stolen? Uh, No. Uh, Radios that are capable of listening to police streams if they're not encrypted? Sure. They're public. The, the, The airwaves are the airwaves. And if you can listen to them, like, some agencies don't encrypt. Nothing illegal about that. Scanners have them. Can't transmit on them. That would be illegal. Um, but Toronto, for instance, we're encrypted. You wouldn't be able to actually listen to us, and if you did listen to us, we got problems uh, because that would not be good to have our encryption keys out there. Uh, boom, 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 boom. <clears throat> Why can't we send you gifts? Because we're the Toronto Police, we're a government organization, and government agencies don't need gifts from you, but we appreciate the sentiment. When we first started out on this platform, it was possible, and we worked very hard with TikTok directly to change it so the government agencies could not receive money. It complicates matters. Uh, but, I, again, I appreciate it. Uh, that's Blue Wolf Moon. Now, there's a question about where, 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 where. I was there, and I wanted to answer it, and I forgot what the answer the question is. Let me see if I can go back. Scrolling. Come on. Got a who. Okay. Uh, have a question, have a good weekend. Is it illegal to go around a motorcycle if you're if you're behind them at a stoplight? Why would you go around a motorcycle? I'd need to know more. Remind me where I can watch this live back. Erica wants to know. Uh, you can go to trafficcop.ca where all of our links are. Of course, all episodes are available on YouTube as a library. Everything we've done for years is there. Uh, you can also uh, go to Twitter and uh, Instagram. It even goes on Instagram. Oh, that's terrible on Instagram. Uh, and for the folks who are watching on Instagram or are wondering what Instagram people see, they see like, my face, nothing behind me, uh, which really is terrible when other people are sharing the screen with me. Actually, when I'm off screen, uh, when I'm standing at the side because Sergeant Campbell is standing here, then people look at Buddy and my London City Police or City of London Police helmet. Is it, is it truly a helmet or is it a hat? Um, I'm trying to find... I apologize. It's scrolled away, and the, the link is now over, like, completely rammed. It's not working anymore. So I can no longer – I can't scroll through, and the stuff wasn't coming through, and I'm going to stop babbling. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. Smile.